What's up? My name is Jonathan Solomon. I'm a part of the team that helped put on the Transcend Conference, a celebration of Christ and culture, more particularly a celebration of Christ through the lens of black culture. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We pray that something blesses you richly that is said today. I feel like this is a adult moment to kind of segue into this. And this could, yeah, I think this is an all of us question because I think we all discussed this early on. So <clears throat> Transcend started on uh, a whiteboard in Pastor Craig here's office. And, and when we were like just conceptualizing it, there was a fear that, um, and this is just for the sake of transparency, there was a fear like, yo, white people might not want to come to this joint. <laughs> um, like, and, and kind of like, because I like what I was talking about earlier, like there, there does seem to just like the culture is weird. Y'all like, it does seem to be like, if we emphasize, uh, if we emphasize like, like black expression of all of this, maybe that's the best way to say it, black expression, like, uh, like black, like singing and, and preaching and all these things across the spectrum. It would be like a people like white people might either feel like they're not wanted or it's not valuable to them. Um, yeah. So we're just thinking through that. If y'all have any like comments to that, that was just like, I thought about that and just even now reflecting, I'm like, yo, like, no, the, like some people pulled through. It was, it was a good little mix in there. I think when there's a dominant culture, um, and you are born into that culture, living that culture, have been in that culture for a good part of your life, and are satisfied by that culture. Like many times there doesn't like there's not really a desire or or even uh, a view of I need to go outside of this culture to find something valuable. Um, and so I just think that to have something like this, I, I think that's a healthy thought is that, you know, there, there might not be um, people, white people who would see a reason to come to something like this. When you have like uh, T4Gs and Gospel Coalition and, um, you know, uh, all of those really popular, um, you know, heavily attended conferences, you know, uh, and I love those conferences. I love um, those things. But um, is I think because of that, it, it just makes it to where, you know, some people just don't see a need or a desire to dive into something like a transcend and, and get something different from that. Um, so I think you know, that's just kind of part of culture and um, and trying to educate people on even culture to say, no, there is something valuable here that you that you need. Um, and that's the big part. Right. Is like helping people understand like, nah, we're not just saying come and enjoy it. like you need this. We need to be able to experience, just like we need to go and experience other cultures, you know, other than black culture. You know, um, got, man, God is so good and so infinite that he is able to reveal himself in different manners to different people. And 
the more we can understand how he's done that for like this group or that group, the more we get to understand about him and who he is and how he works through different means and ways. And we get to hear the stories of how he's developed things through those cultural moments and times. And so, yeah. Yeah. I think Jonathan, you might've said this on one of the panels, um, but like how it starts at the dinner table. So that was KJ, but, but thank you for okay. giving me credit. Yeah, for, that. for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll take uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, like so, what Hez just said is, is helpful and true on both sides of of that combo. And so, so for me, I've I've always gone to uh, Romans chapter one verses eleven and twelve as like my understanding of like God-centered fellowship. So Paul says, for I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. That is that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. And I feel like if, you know, if we have that mindset and how we approach, you know, relationships, um, even if we're talking about a conference, then yeah, then that challenges me to have this perspective of like, you're my brother in Christ. We share a, a common bond in, in faith in the gospel. Um, you can come from a different cultural background. You can be of a different ethnicity, but because you are my inheritance through the gospel, like you are, I, I have received you as my brother and sister in Christ. Like you can mutually encourage me in the faith and I can encourage you in the faith. And so I should never have this mental block of, ah, well, you're outside of my culture, so I'm just going to write you off. Or it's like, no, like, oh, that's dope. That's a predominantly white conference. Okay. But man, the topics, the the worship, what they're doing, like I line up with all that. Yeah. I can benefit, yeah. praise God and vice versa. So, but yeah. amen. I think that was, so like that was a legitimate fear early on that was kind of alleviated. Like when the, when the conference began, because you like so often, even if it's in passing, like you, you hear the comments. So even like, like Pastor Clint was saying earlier, where the stuff about like repetition, even if it's not meant for like necessarily like black people, there's always a, a critique that feels like a subtle shot, like at, at like the things that either black people have experienced in the black church or just in black culture more widely that, that they've brought with them into, into their Christian walk because it wasn't like sinful. Um, yeah. And it, it just feels like since, since all of those things are there, like there's always that fear of like, yo, like we're like, we're always doing kind of like the, the, the multicultural thing, but like, we're always like little bro, that might be a little off, so we kind of keep them over in the corner. But when little bro have a birthday party, like, you know, we might we might not like come, but like we'll we'll be like, oh dang, wish we could have made it. Happy birthday, like that type of thing. Um, but it was like, no, like a lot of um, yeah, like a lot a lot of people came through, and uh, yeah, and that was just encouraging because it like for a moment it alleviated like a lot of that. Yeah. And not even just came through, but like supported. Yeah. You know, whether it was from afar or yeah. yeah, yeah. So enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it's one of the things anytime you talk about culture, you're talking about, you know, like God created us in his image. Multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. So you reflect the image of God by practicing responsible dominion. Uh, and that's how you image forth God. And in that, you're, you're human beings made his image interacting with each other and with the world. And that creates culture. So then language, speech, you know, humor, art, all of those things come out of those interactions. 
and anywhere, and again, we know the end, uh, but everywhere in between, the, anytime God has grabbed a people from any particular culture and redeemed them, there, there's the, the true gospel's going forth, there's, there's a remnant from that culture. Well, then now, that culture, because of being made in the Imago Dei, already there's beauty and brokenness in all cultures. Like, so it's the, the Imago Dei is still there, so there's beauty. Uh, but brokenness is there because sin is in the world, so every culture has got you know, both beauty and brokenness. And so, but when God grabs a people from those cultures, now that beauty and brokenness is being, being submitted to his word such that the beauty can be more beautiful and the brokenness can be called sin or, and repented of. And so it's, it's, there's going to be unique, beautiful aspects that God demonstrates through these different cultures. And so nobody would say like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't need to see the beautiful sunset tonight because I saw a beautiful sunset 10 years ago. It's like, like yeah, but a beautiful sunset's a beautiful sunset. Like, and, and, and so, yes, it's like the exposure to more beauty and what God is doing. Um, and, and, yeah, so I think that's, that's the joy of, of, of um, seeing kind of this. So the concerns going in. And then saying, yeah, but there's, there's some beauty in black culture that so many white people have never seen before because they're in majority culture. And so they haven't had to see it. And so then suddenly say, oh, my goodness, I'm, like I've never seen that. And that's beautiful. Like, and, then, and then again, I think the Lord gets great glory from that. And his people are encouraged and built up and it's to be celebrated. That's excellent and, and even just wonderful observation. Can I pivot to take a moment like – just right now from any any sermon, any topic, like if y'all just have any observations, Pastor has, you can't say anything because you bias. I'm just playing. No, no, no. You I'm please okay do. Please I'm do. Okay but no, that. we had we had Pastor has a regeneration. Um, uh, we had Robert Smith Jr. Uh, with justification. We had uh, William Branch with adoption. Then um, John O on Saturday morning with transformation, sanctification and then. Uh, Dr. Smith, again, talking about glory um, and how glorious it was. I love I love the quote that he used. I think there's at the beginning of the glory when I've been talking about it since then, where they're talking about Jesus riding in uh, on the donkey. And and he said, he said, if they don't praise me, then geology would go on strike. It was so like, that. like what? I never thought someone will find a better way then saying the rocks will cry out like that joint was so crazy but yeah thoughts observations like just anything that you loved about them that you can remember right now maybe we'll take another time to dive more deeply into it but uh yeah just thoughts yeah for me the highlight of the whole conference was an interaction i had with a, a dear sister from our church actually um who listened to deuce's message on adoption mm -hmm. And I had asked him a question on the panel about, you know, could you just unpack that a little bit more as far as the implications of that doctrine for someone, you know, like myself who didn't grow up with a father or, or whatever it may be. And this sister, you know, she's, she's experienced some, some um, unfortunate suffering and trauma um, in her family. And she pulled me aside and in tears in her eyes was just like, I am so grateful for you asking that question because what he what he said in just explaining the doctrine of, of adoption and how I can view my heavenly father as my true father and the great like mm. that joint ministered to me in ways mm. I don't even think she knows. And so that's why I love going back to what Clint was saying earlier, man, like how the conference just focused on 
we're not going to get a bunch of black dudes to talk about race and racial reconciliation. It's like, we're just going to sit here and just like talk about the gospel um, and the beauty of it. And like, like a diamond, like we're going to turn it and look at different facets of it. And so, um, so that interaction right there in connection to Deuce's message on adoption, I think was kind of like the highlight for me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast. If you would like any more info, please go to www.transcendconference.com. There you will find dates for future conferences or future events that we will be holding. Y'all be blessed.